You're listening to the Personal Development Through Martial Arts podcast, the podcast where the world's highest personal development experts and martial arts masters come together to empower and inspire you to become your strongest self and live the life that you truly want. Join host Bogdan Rosho, author, public speaker, and the founder of the first personal development through martial arts school in the world, in the podcast where you become the hero. I've had a whole weekend of Wing Chun. I'm ready, <laughs> ready to go. Dude, I had, I've had so much Wing Chun this, this weekend. It was like, um, so like Friday morning, we had this Chinese delegation come over to uh, Bucharest, Romania. And oh, there was wow. this Wang Chun Sifu from Foshan. Foshan, like, you know, it's like the birthplace yeah. of Vietnam, right? Yeah, yeah. I, think we, I think we actually just started the interview anyway. So we just dove into it, right? Great. So <laughs> we, we started the interview by me talking about myself. That's, that's not a great start, but, you know, we're just okay. going to roll with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, we had that, like, this, um, this Chinese delegation. And it was so amazing how warm and fun they were we had such a really such a blast and then like weekend wing chun workshop four hours on sunday four hours on saturday four hours on sunday mm. and then uh, wing chun training last night like wing chun overdose wow oh yeah. that's great i mean i had the same wing chun seminar saturday sunday with andrew chung yeah Sifu andrew chung great guy amazingly skilled to someone so young he's been doing it since he was a baby i guess you know so I Definitely. think he's like in his mid twenties, but he's he's fantastic. His footwork, his touch is is amazing. So that's awesome. So guys, um, if uh, if you haven't already figured it out, you're about to listen to two Wing Chun maniacs uh, go at it, uh, talking about martial arts, about health, um, and actually, Mark has you know he's been leading a company who which is actually contributing in a very, very significant way to people's health. So I'm not going to tell you too much about it, but I'm sure Mark can give you more and more detail about uh, his awesome company. I love it when I love it when I see martial artists who are also very, very savvy business uh, people. Oh, thank you. That's, I appreciate the compliment. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just because of passion that made me get to where I am, I guess, which is this hard work and passion. Mm-hmm. You know? So if, you, if, you, if you're interested in what you do and you work hard at it, surely it's going to, you know, and try and work smart as well. Um, so yeah, um, I started the company Osmia Water Technology in 2009, um, but I didn't really get going till about 2011. And the goal was because um, I was uh, living in an area which was close to an industrial area. My water quality was so bad. I yeah. could taste it. All the neighbors agreed. You know, no one used to drink the tap water there. Everyone was buying bottled water. Um, so bottled water, we know there's so much noise about single-use plastic at the moment and microplastics in water. And in, in 2008, a German university uh, discovered 2,000 more endocrine-disrupting chemicals in BPA, in, sorry, PET plastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, so BPA, everyone knows a, a plastic bottle can be BPA-free, but since 2008, they found 2,000 more BPAs, um, which has just been, you know, it's another example of industry rushing stuff under the carpet to carry on making money and you not know, doing it in an ethical you know way. 
No. I'm actually quite ignorant on this um, subject. Can you share, you know, for me and for other people who are not uh, super familiar with um, the topic, what is a BPA, what is a PT, and what are the health risks associated with uh, the issue? Yeah, I mean, um, basically, when you, when you buy a bottle of water from a shop, it's usually in a plastic or it could be in a glass bottle. Uh, but just addressing the most common one, which is plastic. So, so a lot of people um, buy bottled water, and that's their main thing. Uh, some people are drinking tap water. Some are filtering it, um, tap water. Uh, but anyway, if you're buying bottled water, um, although the purity of the water is okay once it's put into the water, uh, it's put into a, 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 a PET, plastic bottle. Yes. And PET plastic, um, although is BPA free, BPA stands for uh, bisphenol A, and it's a it's a gene disrupting chemical from plastic. Um, and when when we take in chemicals which are they're called EDC, endocrine disrupting chemicals, mm -hmm. when we take them into our body from any source, um, then we're at risk of um, uh, um, cells uh, abnormally forming in the body, which is basically what what happens when we get tumors and cancers and things like that. Interesting. So, so um, you know, when I was a child in the 1980s, when you go to a shop and buy any drink, it was in a glass bottle, milk was in a glass bottle. Yeah. Everything was glass. And then in the- And you late, would return it. Yeah, you would return it, you'd recycle it. Um, in, the, in the 90s, early 90s, late 80s, I think that's when plastic PET came in. And then by the late 90s, they discovered BPA and they were like, there was a lot of legal cases about BPA. So all the manufacturers made their plastic BPA free. But it, since 2008, there's 2,000 more BPAs that are just people are unaware of that's in PET plastic. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why you can't really buy bottled water. Uh, not to mention the fact it's single-use plastic and it's a sort of environmental disaster. You know, I, I don't um, know if you, if you have this uh, feeling or anybody listening in, well, whenever I throw I throw away a, a plastic bottle, I have like like my heart, you know, just like a pain in my heart because I know it's just going to be end up in an ocean or just burn in the atmosphere mm, or like landfill. Yeah, we've got a massive yeah. like environmental knock-on effect with what happens with water because obviously now that there's no hardly any brand of salt unless you buy rock salt that they haven't found microplastics in. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. every time we're sprinkling salt on our food, there's a good chance we're putting microplastics into our bodies, into our guts, you know, so it's, it's uh, like you know, every time you're eating something, you're just, uh, you know, yeah. plastic so I, even if you eat fish, they've found microplastics in fish because yeah. fish are swallowing bits of plastic in the ocean and you've got um, all these kind of other knock-on problems. Um, you've also got fluoridation of water supplies, which is widespread in the US, in Republic of Ireland, in patches in the UK in Turkey, in Australia. Mm -hmm. uh, these are the countries that are adding um, hexafluorosilicic acid to the water, which is such a dangerous chemical, more toxic than lead. It's in toothpaste. People are brushing their teeth with fluoride toothpaste. Mm -hmm. uh, fluoride is, a, is, is used in rat poison. It's used in chemical weapons. It's highly toxic. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a big conspiracy uh, around the dental industry because industry has worked out that they could get dentists to say fluoride is good for teeth and put it in toothpaste, put it in water supplies and get rid of it. This toxic industrial plytoplasmic poison they can get uh, uh, plytoplasmic is, is killing, uh, meaning it's killing living cells. So, so um, um, that's being added into water supplies in some areas, and it's an acid which erodes 
uh, lead from, so from brass fittings and so what, on. What should people use to brush their teeth? I, I know some people use salt mm. to brush their teeth. Like what, what are some alternatives? Uh, I use like aloe vera toothpaste, um, which mm -hmm. you can buy on Amazon, um, Aqua Optima, Amazon. Um, it's just made from tea tree oil and aloe vera. There's no mm -hmm. bodily requirement for fluoride. There's actually no proof it's any good for your teeth. Yeah, In fact, uh, there's a condition called dental fluorosis, which is when you get blotches and spots and mottling on the teeth. And that's an evidence of when you've got uh, fluoride toxicity and that's all over your skeleton. Your teeth are just showing, you know, mm. that's the part of your skeleton that's showing. So people have that in parts of the country in the UK where they're fluoridating water. And this is a big criminal agenda going on. It's not a small matter. It's a big conspiracy, you know. Um, so uh, the only way people can sort that out is to A, stop them from, stop, stop the Department of Health from putting it into water, number one, or B, just get something in place to take it out. You know, so right, right. that's why I set the company so, up to focus on taking it out in, in the meantime. <laughs> so Mark, so. You, started, you started your uh, company in, um, with the idea that you wanted to help people filter their water mm. and have clean water to drink without all of this toxic mm. uh, BS and without, um, you know, throwing away more plastic out mm. there. Um, were you always concerned with, uh, with health, with medicine uh, before starting your company? What, what did you do before? Uh, before I had nothing to do with this at all. I was um, I I I um, I come from a family business background, so I kind of grew up intending to always work in this family business. Okay. Um, but but before I managed to get to that point at the age of 17, after I'd left school at the age of 16, I quit school, and then I was like, right, I'm going to work for my dad and. And, and do this family business and then it collapsed in that year <laughs> so, hey, uh, and then and then we ended up losing everything and then we ended up losing our house and what was your it. dad's business um he was in in catering uh, wholesale catering supplies so mm -hmm. he used to supply like restaurants and cafes and stuff with their with their um, you know food stuff uh, catering mm -hmm. wholesale um and it was the reason the business failed is because of um two things i learned in business which is if you can avoid it never get a loan <laughs> if you borrow, if you owe money to a bank and then the bank decide to call their loan in one day uh, and you haven't got the money to pay it back that's end of your business no Whoa. matter what yeah uh, so really key thing i i decided in business is never never give credit to customers and never take credit uh, mm. with your suppliers if you can mm -hmm. avoid it because obviously um, it just makes business messy yes. um, it gets you into debt it gets you into habits which are, are, are not are not good um, plenty of companies spend a lot of time and resources chasing up customers who, who owe them money yeah. um, we, I, we don't do any of that because you pay up front and you get your item delivered or installed and, and that's it it's a nice clean business thing. yeah and, and I feel like when you're doing, when you're compromising that way, you're just attracting more and more people who mm. will, yeah, let me just pay you next week. Yeah, I mean, then, so what I did was, right, I set up a website first because I knew how to set up websites. Nowadays, it's even easier to set up mm -hmm. a website. You can set up a Shopify store in 10 minutes if you want and yeah. get your own e-commerce running. And, um, and, and that's what I started with. I was, I was a laptop in my bedroom and a website. And yeah. I, I then went to find the best quality products. I managed to find um, uh, places that will um, um, supply us and so on. So we started off, you know, little seed and then oak tree <laughs> later on. So, so it, it, if you, if, if, I also like made sure that 
um, the company is as ethical as possible. So even the bank that we bank with, Co-op Bank, it's the only bank in the UK that doesn't accept accounts with arms dealers. And so they have uh, minimum conditions to bank with. So we thought, okay, we'll go with ethical bank. We work with the good guys, you know. Mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. in water treatment business, there are good guys and there are bad guys. There are people selling bad quality product that could be toxic, could be dangerous. And they're, they're buying product and selling product. They're not like water technology people. They're not looking at results and performance and test reports and you know these kind of things so it's kind of like even in every industry you get kind of um you get kind of crooked companies and you get honest companies and the honest ones are the ones that always survive i mean we've been going since solidly since 2011 so and it's just going up and up and okay. um, um but you have to have like with wing chung um code of conduct you have to have principles with your business that you stick to at all times if it, even if it means losing a sale Mm -hmm. If it means advising a customer to buy something cheaper than they wanted, you know, because uh, yeah, it's better for them, you do that, you know, and then um, it pays you, off. Yeah, like when you have a when you have a um, unhappy customer, um, my goal is to always turn them into your best friend, and we always end mm -hmm. up getting really great reviews from them because you just you just care for them and do the right thing and and run your business like that, and it will just grow. You know, people just recommend you. You'll grow like that automatically. What do you feel? What do you feel changed in 2011 when you say that uh, the business actually took off? Oh, because um, I started building the website um, in 2000. I had the idea, like Osmio. My original idea was Osmio Environmental Solutions Limited, mm -hmm. and I was looking. I was talking to companies doing solar panels and wind turbines and other environmental tech and air filtration and water filtration, like the right. whole kind of solution and then I realized actually that if a company has got to be successful you've got to be top of your game in one thing you one can't thing. be the king mm -hmm. of everything, everything. Uh, you have to Google works on relevancy you know you're a website in the in the big world wide web yes. so if you only sell hydrogen water products or if you only sell reverse osmosis water filters or if you only sell jug type filters or if you specialize in kind of one thing and, and a customer comes to your website they don't know you they're anxious they're gonna look at they're gonna see is there a phone number is this a real company do they have reviews and all these things that um, reduce their anxiety um, yeah you want also to be highly relevant to them and Google is obviously working on the basis of I want to put high quality results on on the first page um, for my customers okay. Google customers because Google wants people to use Google and not Yahoo and something else mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so you make your site highly relevant you make it high quality you keep working on it you keep building it you keep adding content making videos whatever it is all the stuff Google likes and eventually it does get to the top um, just keep plugging away at it do do some Google advertising and um, you know um, you know the, each area is very deep so you have to dive into um, um, uh, your your campaigns and how you're driving traffic to the website and what they're doing when they're on your website and then you're trying to get them to a checkout point you want them to buy that. or call you or take some action so you've got to think about um, all, all the customer experience along the way you've got to look at all your competitors websites I mean when I launched my website I looked at the, all of the competitors selling in the UK and I thought okay that's what they're doing. I like this on their website. I like all these things. I like these features, these products, these prices. So I was like, okay, when I launch, my site's already going to be better. <laughs> so I, I, can, I, can, I can be a little mouse who's climbed on the shoulder of a giant and stand here straight away. And then I all I have to do is keep going to, the, to here. <laughs> so um, I love the fact that you became specific and you chose one thing to, to master. Yeah. And it's, it's funny how like 
you know, it's counterintuitive because you think like, oh, if I know more stuff or if I uh, sell more stuff, then I'm going to be making more money. And it's, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's the other way around. Like you sell one thing and you make a lot of money, right? Well, actually, um, actually you can sell a lot of different things. Like a um, really good friend of mine um, who is working in a regular job. He works in IT. He runs a platform. Um, and then I was just showing him uh, one day in about 20 minutes, I showed him how to set up an Amazon selling account. And yeah. Uh, what to do, how to import um, goods in and what the process is, just explained it to him. And um, he then straight away uh, found a couple of products to sell. He's selling just random things like, you know, yeah. toys and you know, yeah. whatever. And um, he's in a position now where he's sort of thinking, right, I think maybe another six months and I'm finished with the job. And, and he's putting everything into Amazon. So Amazon do all the customer service and shipping mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So all he's doing is ordering so, stuff from say China, yeah. sending it to an Amazon fulfillment center and that's it. And just uh, that's keep awesome. doing that. Uh, and you can, you can then keep What's doing it? that and have start with 10 products then 20, then 30, then 50 and become a big e-commerce business. But I could do that. Right. But the reason I'm not doing that is because I'm not passionate about anything apart from water filters and, and like, uh, you know, maybe like, uh, yeah, that maybe, makes, that makes a lot of sense. You need to be, yeah, because you know what, if you're not passionate, you won't do the, you won't do the extra work that so, someone else is doing to get to the top, you know, to be the best one. For everybody listening in, uh, uh, Mark is wearing, uh, this, um, this Bruce Lee shirt, right? Oh yeah. Uh, can you, be water, yeah. my friend. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I wanted to ask you. Like, did, uh, did Bruce Lee's quote on being water, did that have an impact on, uh, on choosing your company? Yeah. Man, we are water, you know, we are definitely water. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, um, uh, water is, is foundation of our health, really. Um, our, our general, people don't know much about water. They kind of rely on what comes out the tap, the majority of people. There's a lot they can wake up from. Mm -hmm. uh, I find actually that people from Africa and other countries that I know, they are far more aware of water quality issues than they are in the UK. I mean, mainly because we have they have higher perceived issues mm -hmm. uh, but we we still have the issues on in the uk like there's uh you know um in this time last year uh, 70 children were hospitalized with cryptosporidiitis it's a bug that is carried in the water supply it's resistant to chemical disinfectants they put in the water you know water gets to our tap we know it's got chemical disinfectant in it and we can remove that and make ourselves healthier you know so mm -hmm. it's kind of like it's, it's kind of needed for everyone and um water and yeah there's a lot of parallel between Wing Chun and water, <laughs> you know. What, Let's yeah. dive into that a bit. Like, when yeah. did you start your martial arts journey? Oh, when I was uh, probably about four or five, I started doing judo, <laughs> kids' uh -huh. judo class, and I did that till about 10 years old. So for about six years, I did judo, which yeah. I enjoyed. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, used, I had an older brother who was uh, 18 months older, and uh, we used to wrestle each other every yeah. Saturday for fun. Uh, for my dad's entertainment, I should say. And we grew up in a rough neighborhood. We were in, um, in Hackney in London, which was quite a rough mm -hmm. area. So mm -hmm. our dad wanted us to do, you know, wanted us to be equipped mm -hmm. <laughs> to defend ourselves, you know. So I started doing judo. I tried doing, and then, you know, I kind of lost interest in my teens and then basically rediscovered it in my early 30s. So I'm thinking, right, now I need to was that was that when you started training Wing Chun? 
Uh, I didn't find Wing Chun first, actually. I started looking for other martial arts and I came across a jiu-jitsu class and I started going to a jiu-jitsu class and um, I sort of found it quite good, but also this, it just wasn't right. You know, the judo, I'm quite a big guy and, you know, falling on the mat and, you know, all this stuff was, is, I, I used to see guys in real pain when they're getting, they're getting thrown, boom, and they're just getting smashed on the mat and they're just getting up like, oh. You know? one, of my, one of my students, um, he would train Wing Chun and Jiu Jitsu, like the Japanese Jiu Jitsu, right? And he came to class one day like, oh my God, I have pain in my, uh, my lower back. And I asked him, mm. what happened? Well, this guy threw me uh, in Jiu Jitsu mm. class and I think mm. he kind of damaged my spine. So I, I took I took my fingers down, you know, to check his spine. Like, can you imagine, like the vertebrae? The what's the plural for vertebra? Um, vertebrae. Vertebrae. Mm. Yeah, that's my tongue is twisting right now, so I'm not even mm. I'm not even gonna try. So, mm. so you would feel it, and then one of one vertebra was mm. inside, right? And then uh, you could feel the rest of them being alive. Exactly. You know, it just takes a bit of spine damage uh, to get sciatica and other problems that will make your life a misery. And I'm, you know, you, I'm 39 nearly. And, uh, you know, I think actually doing Wing Chun and doing Chinese martial arts, uh, Qigong and Tai Chi and mm. these kind of things, they're for health and well-being. And, yeah. you know, I'm not in, um, in, in doing anything for self-defense purposes or I'm doing it for health and fitness and just hobby you know just mm -hmm. something to take you through and deal with the battle of aging you know as it comes and hits everyone and um same with water you know water is the same thing you know drinking really pure water every day for the rest of your life will will mean that you'll have 1.5 kilos of lead less than the next person you know yeah that, that would have gone through your body in all those years you know things like that so so you can be healthier especially like um, you know, in, in our water problems are to do with things like fluoride and, and, and hardness in the water because people are getting calcification in their bodies. They're getting kidney stones in, in hard water areas and they're not getting them in soft water areas. So people in London get kidney stones and people in Scotland where there's soft water, they, they hardly get kidney stones because our body is not metabolizing the minerals in this high level of mineral in water and it's calcifying our body. When we take fluoride in, we're uh, fluoride um by the way um the best thing to get rid of fluoride in water is animal bones really yeah uh, because when we drink water with fluoride the fluoride wants to get in and live in our bones and, and if you um if you ever have an x-ray done yeah so if your friend gets an x-ray for his back right and if you look at the x-ray and you see the the bones and if you see some bones are really bright mm -hmm. very white on the x-ray mm -hmm. That shows, that shows calcification of the bones. That shows fluoride buildup in the bones. That's made it more dense and therefore then more brittle. And then it just shatters. You know, that's basically yeah. what it does. It's applied to plasmic poison. And, uh, and you, you want to you ask your viewers, you know, wh why are they putting it into the water supply in the US, in Ireland, in the UK, in Turkey, in, US, in Australia? Why are they doing that? You know, it's, it's pretty messed up agenda, but definitely it's worth... Um, worth looking into and obviously the people in those areas like need to take some action they need to you know in the uk it's not done across the whole country because there are mechanisms in place for the community to get together and protest and stop mm -hmm. it happening so in birmingham it, it's there because the community didn't bother in london it's not here because we stopped it happening you know mm, that's so, awesome right in, in southampton we stopped it happening but the point so we is, definitely have a say in it yeah 
-hmm. Yeah. So like when I started my business, right, I wasn't just um, all about water and doing something. I wanted to be completely independent as well. I didn't want to be, you know, I, w I wanted to, when you, when you start your own business, you want to be completely independent. I was planning on, you know, um, get, getting married and having kids, which I did and have two kids. And I wanted to spend time with them. I wanted to have freedom and not yeah. be sort of um, forced to do the type of job I did before, which involved, you know, two and a half hours commuting every day in, in the rat race and in the right. city. And, you know, it's just, it's just not, wasn't the lifestyle I wanted, you know? So that, that's the I other thing. I don't believe it. Why wouldn't yeah. you want that, that kind of lifestyle? <laughs> I did it for so long and really it burnt me out. And I know loads of people who work in the city type of job and it, they just get burnt out after, say, 10 years. They want a career break or they want to do something else. And it's because um, if you spend your life not doing what you love and um, – uh, I'm doing that for myself, you know, I'm, I'm every time I, um, I'm, you know, if I, I explain the same system to, you know, 20 people in the same day, and that mm -hmm. could get very boring if it was a regular job, but it's helping people's water and their health. And it's kind of like drives me and it's good energy as well that we give. Um, so you get good kind of spiritual reward from, from dealing in a product that's actually I, really beneficial for people. I love that. Hey, sorry to interrupt the interview. I'll let you get back to it in a moment. Let me just ask you, do you want more financial freedom in your business so that you have time for the important things in your life? Would you like to level up your business and become a black belt in business success? Let me help you. I will personally take a look at your business and show you exactly how you can make it more profitable so that you enjoy more financial freedom and more time with your loved ones. Get in touch with me over social media. Links are in the description. Send me a message with the text business breakthrough and we will schedule an appointment and you will get a free coaching session where I teach you exactly how to make your business more profitable without putting in more hours. And this is going to be only for the first five people who get in touch with me this week. So check the description, get in touch with me on social media, send me a message with the text business breakthrough and let me help you take your business to the next level. You know, and um, actually we were invited at my students, uh, you know, his jujitsu school a few years back. They organized like the seminar with uh, where different martial arts um, um, instructors came over, they taught something and everybody did that, right? And my students joined the, the seminar as well. And it was interesting how uh, rigid all, you know, most of the guys were, like, except us and except for the guys that were teaching uh, Kali. Everybody was very robotic and very rigid in their movement. Mm -hmm. And my students were like, oh, my God, we're so grateful that we're uh, studying Wang Chun because it's so fluid and it's so relaxed. And, um, and I'm thinking right now, you know, just to make a small parallel, it's probably the difference between drinking hard water and drinking soft water, right? You're getting um, stones in, um, in your system, right? You're becoming heavy as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think it's important. I mean, water is really good. One of the big things that's hit at the moment is hydrogen water. Um, 
hydrogen water is, a, is an amazing thing. Um, we've heard some really good stuff about um, hospitals in the Middle East who are doing hydrogen therapy for people with cancer. They're shrinking mm. tumors in 10 days. Stage four brain tumors in 10 days go to nothing. So you're just drinking hydrogen water? No, no. You, you, um, in the, we have products where you can generate a small amount, like the threshold level of hydrogen, which is a really nice antioxidant. Um, so it puts about one and a half milligrams per liter. But the ones in the hospital, you go to these hospitals, they put you on a drip. You're, you're, you just sit there for 10 days or, or, or whatever, and you get 25 milligrams hydrogen, uh, free hydrogen in the water, which gets into all parts of the body and, and, and reduces oxidative stress, and it reduces... How is, uh, it, how is it administered? Um, well, um, on a drip. So you, you kind of have, uh, like you're on a hospital drip, you, you are basically, it's running the water through your body mm. uh, day and night and, and, they, and a higher level of hydrogen. And um, so this antioxidant and anti-free radical um, effect is getting into the brain. It goes through the blood-brain barrier. It brings the hydrogen, it, hydrogen dissolves through every single part of the body. So you actually get the benefit everywhere, and um, it's really good for um, anti-free radical and um, so you just, lots of inflammatory problems. You're um, just sitting there watching Netflix and getting uh, hydrogen in your body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, uh, so hydrogen water has become a big thing, um, and because we know, for example, in the uh, Shenzhen region in China, in uh, Hunza region in north, northern Pakistan and parts of Mexico, they've mm -hmm. got people that live that have lived over two hundred. Um, their average is one hundred and twenty or one hundred and thirty um, lifespan, and because they uh, they discovered that in the nineteen fifties and sixties. And by the mid '90s, they discovered it was because they, these guys have free hydrogen in their water. Mm -hmm. So hydrogen, water is H2O, right? And so the hydrogen is bonded to an oxygen. So the, 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 where there's free hydrogen, there's just a H2 floating about in the water, which then can bond with something else. So when you drink that or, or take it in your body, it's going to get in everywhere and bond with other stuff and get through other stuff and mm -hmm. just reduce the inflammation and the oxidative stress in those parts. So it's a really amazing thing. Like you've got pro athletes and professional that's sports awesome. people are doing hydrogen water and have been for the last few years, you know. So that's quite a good, um, a, a good thing to find out about. You know? how, did, how did your martial arts training impact your uh, business? How do you feel it helped you in, um, mm. in your uh, business performance? Uh, well, um, I guess kind of a lot of ways. I mean, I found a, quite a few employees that way. <laughs> so, um, like we, um, you know, were, unlike, were you just hiring your students? Yeah, just like kind of Wing Chun practitioners. I kind of liked. One one guy came to our office and he saw my certificates on the in the on the wall. He's like, "Oh my God, you do Wing Chun?" He's like, "I do Wing Chun." I was like, "He pretty much nailed the job, you know, straight away for me." Um, I like you know I like other Wing Chun people and like sometimes we'll do collective horse dance. Uh, like uh, and type like, emails yeah yeah so no it's just a shared passion and like uh but yeah no how's it helped me i guess it's just um you know uh it's really weird because um at the beginning of the business when it was it was make or break you know first couple of years um it was really stressful um i wasn't doing martial arts um then the business started taking off uh, but then i was getting busier and busier working 200 miles an hour and I, I i started looking for martial arts at the point where i was literally needed just to get some of this energy out i was working too long as well i was doing really like taking 
70 calls a day and answering mm-hmm. hundreds of emails, processing orders, doing a lot on my own. And I managed to then get the business to a point where I could employ someone. And then we were like two people very busy, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need, I need something. I need to do it twice a week for four hours. I need to just, when I'm, when I'm doing my Wing Chun and I start the class, I don't think about anything apart from Wing Chun. Um, yeah. And yeah. uh, sometimes that's all you need to get the nice balance in your life when you're a busy person, professional. You yeah. just need, you need that regular. And, and uh, for me, I need it to be every Tuesday, seven till nine and every Thursday, seven till nine uh, so that I can stick to a routine. And I know if I don't, every time I sit there and think, oh, I don't really feel like training. Um, every time I think that, I always know that when I make myself do it, I always love it. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of at the end, I'm like grateful that I made myself do it, you know? So um, just, just everyone needs that, you know, I mean, whether it's going to the gym or doing any kind of physical thing, even on your own, if you can manage it like that, I, I prefer to do it with other people, uh, with, especially with Wing Chun is, you know, we've got dummies in here, but you know, it's nothing better than a real partner to, to practice with. So yeah, that's why we did it. And that's why we built this room in our office here, you know, so that we have it on our doorstep and, uh, you know, we can go in here and practice and whenever we want, you know, so it's always available. And, uh, my Sifu, um, Jacques, uh, Zivanovic, um, is, um, been a practitioner for 25 years he's a doctor of Chinese medicine mm-hmm. he's completed every level one to ten and every six master levels mm-hmm. um, he's treated my shoulder I've got frozen shoulder problem uh, which is kind of chronic problem that I just have to use acupuncture for maintenance so he does he does that for me and acupuncture is the only thing that can solve it for me mm, uh, he's also given me advice about business and how to deal with problems I've had I've, I've, I've asked him uh, can you share some of that uh, awesome business advice with our uh, listeners awesome business advice <laughs> well it's uh, well I, I guess uh, it's kind of like um you know, when things come up like uh, you know sifu is like the sort of person that you can um you can sort of get his uh, input into anything and uh, he'll always give you good advice mm-hmm. uh, like i'll give an example uh, this is a good relevant one actually like um i sell online right so with online, you get online fraud. You get people stealing card details and ordering stuff. And you have mechanisms like 3D Secure and all this stuff to stop it. But anyway, every year we might get a few thousand pounds worth of losses from people doing fraud. Uh, and pretty much e- every e-commerce business has that. You know, Even if you sell on Amazon, you'll, a customer will buy two and then they'll say they get one and you, you, you know, they'll kind of steal one. It's really easy you know, on Amazon. So anyway, uh, we had that. And it was um, some guy bought something. And then he bought another one and he rang up and did it over the phone. And when someone rings you and gives you a card number or over the phone, it means that even they, if it, even if they're the real card holder, they can just ring up their bank and say, what's this? You know, this is not me. The bank will refund them. The merchant will get the money taken off them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so this is a big problem and it's getting worse. You know, it, like when was it a few months ago, two guys robbed the post office and got 800 pounds from the post office and then they got caught and they have now three years in prison. Uh, Whereas they could have stolen that from us easily and got away with it and nothing would have happened and the police wouldn't investigate it because it's like cyber crime or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Anyway, mm -hmm. so so anyway, uh, the guy rings up, he goes, can I order another one? And this time I I answer the phone uh, and then I go, okay, he ordered another one. Why is he ordering another one? Uh, That's kind of weird because it's not the sort of thing someone would order another one for. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were buying it for a friend or family. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway. So the guy gives me his card details and I put it in and I check the card number and it's in China, right? The card, right. Num- the card is registered in China, right? So I go, aha, 
you. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so I know he's a fraudster, right? He's not right. Chinese guy. He's some Indian guy. <laughs> so, uh, and he lives in South End, which is like probably an hour drive from me. Yeah. So I go, okay. I was like, right. So I tell you my guys, I was really angry because he'd already stolen one from us. Uh, and uh, yeah. But we hadn't found out yet because the bank hadn't written to us saying you've got a chargeback, you know. So, but we knew it was going to be a chargeback. That's so right. anyway, I, I, I tell my guys, I'm like, right, on Saturday, he's, um, by the way, when the guys do this, they ring up and they push for a quick delivery. They're like, when am I going to get it? Because what they do is they rent like an Airbnb for a week, get everything delivered there and then clear off, you know. Um, so... Um, yeah, so anyway, I'm like, I said to my guys, I'm like, right, I'm going to bring the product. I'm going to go there on Saturday, pretend to be the courier, knock on the door. As soon as they answer, I'm going to be like, entry technique, bam, bam, boom, you know, uh, <laughs> come in and just do them <laughs> and get right. my softies back, you know. Uh, they probably stole like a couple of brands worth, you know. And then, um, and my guys are like, oh, okay, yeah. And I'm like, right, I'm doing this, yeah. And then Sifu uh, interrupts and was like, so I was like, oh, you know, in that moment, you know, when you're angry or you're a bit like, right, I'm going to do this, you know, um, you're not thinking clearly. And he's like, look, um, you know, you don't know who these guys are. What if they're a gang? What if they've got guns? You know, why, what are you going to do? You're, you're going to do that for a soft, you're going to do it for a couple of grand, you know? Yeah. And after you kick, you just like beat somebody up, are you going to call the police? Telling yeah, them, yeah, exactly. You know, so, but they stole from me. Of course they kicked Yeah, exactly. It's your natural reaction to want to go there. And I just thought, actually, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, I could go there. I could, the outcome could be I could go there, I could fuck them up and get my stuff back. Or I could go there, answer the door, get a bullet in the stomach. Or a yeah, who knows? Or, or whatever it is, you know, I was actually thought, absolutely you're right. But, you know, it's kind of like my instinct was to go down there and deal with them, you know. And, and, uh, but my seafood's like more like, mm, he's chilled, you know. <laughs> he'll be like, no, think clearly, you know. And that's the kind of advice he'll give you, stop you do, from doing something stupid. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was one example. Um, but I kind of like, uh, and then ended up obviously not going there and just forgetting about it and be like, okay, you know, just accept this one <laughs> and carry on. But, you know, that's um, sort of advice he'll give you just on day-to-day -day things, you know, <laughs> so. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So, guys, yeah. If, if you're planning on kicking somebody's ass, uh, ask your seafood first. Yeah. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do that? I remember, um, yeah, definitely. It's... Um, Cool. Uh, but yeah, that's what his, that's what, you know, this uh, traditional martial arts, uh, Chinese martial arts is all about. It's not like being aggressive. It's not starting a fight. It's just kind of like so, accepting it and dealing Mark, with your ego as well. What, and, what should we do to make sure that we're drinking clean water and, um, yeah. you know, water that's not affecting our health? What you should do? Um, well, my advice to everyone, friends and family, everyone who asks me, um, is this, like, uh, really, um, let's take, there are 20,000 known things in tap water, let's say. Um, we know there are things like lead. We know lead is toxic. We know zero is the best amount of lead. Uh, in water zero is the best amount of fluoride and, and mercury and lots of other mm -hmm. things so 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 really you want to just get a water purifier which is filtering to very low level like reverse osmosis mm -hmm. um, or a distiller um, something like that which will give you just pure water that's solvent um, but the real the real um, there's three things that we try to optimize there's the purity so we try to take out chemicals heavy metals hormones everything um, and then we try to remineralize the water with just about 20 or 30 milligrams of calcium and magnesium so it has a tiny mineral content in it not zero 
minerals. Um, like distillers will give you zero minerals, but reverse osmosis that remineralize will give you a nice mineral balance. So that's the better product. And then you can generate you can generate um, um, free hydrogen in the water to op really optimize it for health benefit. Uh, that's what I do for myself, and that's what I'd suggest to everyone. It's a really good way to do it. Um, and um, yeah, and just just kind of like really the reason Osmio is is in existence is because bottled water is not a solution. The the products that were available in the market in the UK when I was looking for something weren't up to scratch. You know, I could go mm -hmm. to the supermarket and I could buy a jug, a jug, and it would do very little uh, in terms of. Um, water quality so i mean fluoride is such a hard thing to take out you need animal bone to take it out and uh to take it out to really high level reverse osmosis membrane and bone char are the things to take fluoride out um and um really but most importantly not just for ourselves like we can look after our own house and we can put an ro system in there um when i was um, i was the facilities manager of the bt tower which is one of the towers in london um and this was in like 2003 uh, which was uh, the height of like the terror alerts that were happening. So they identified my building as a terrorist target. So we had to go on training and so on. And on that training, they, they said water supply is a terrorist target as well, because some terrorist group could put water, um, you know, dump a load of barrels in any part of the network, miles of pipe work they can get to un unguarded, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's a thing, you know, if you have reverse osmosis, then it's going to pretty much break down before anything bad gets through it like that. So it's awesome. kind of like having a proper seatbelt in your car is to have that in your house. And that's why so many people want it. And that's why we're doing well as a company. We're providing it in a nice way. And we're just making sure that the product's really important. Remember I told you there are bad guys in the business. Make sure you, get, make sure you buy a product that has material yeah. extraction testing. So it's not putting anything that wasn't there in the first place into the water. You know? That's awesome. This uh, is a very, very informative um, mm. interview, especially on the quality of water. I, I learned a lot. You know, I never, it's stuff that you don't normally think of you know it's like ah, i'm just gonna buy like this uh, water mm. filter from the supermarket you know the one that's just dripping and just cleaning your water but yeah. is that what you have let's not get into details i feel ashamed already yes okay, <laughs> okay. yeah exactly cool. and it's kind of like and, and that like is inline reverse osmosis separates the water so water goes through a fine membrane it, only pure water can get through so the water mm -hmm. gets concentrated it splits into two streams so um, obviously anything in line, all the water goes in, all the water comes out. Very limited things happen in between. Mm -hmm. Whereas reverse osmosis water splits. So it's kind of like, yes, you get really pure water. You have to get rid of the crap, you know. Mark, uh, where can people check out your, uh, your products and see if they're a good fit with their needs? Yeah, sure. Um, you can visit our website, which is www.osmiowater.co.uk. Mm -hmm. um, and we ship worldwide. We ship all over Europe and to the States and everywhere. So even if you're um, somewhere in Europe or whatever, you can still order and get a pretty quick delivery. And um, yeah, like, um, or you can... That's awesome. You can connect with us on our website. It's got our WhatsApp number. So you can connect with us on WhatsApp to mm -hmm. send us pictures of your sink and so on. Um, and we can advise you what products would fit in there. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear from some people. I mean, it's just um, every time I speak to a new person who tells me they're drinking tap water or tells me they've got a jug, by the way, I'm going to sort you out afterwards. Uh, and then, uh, you know, then I want to help them. You know, that's kind of like, I want awesome. them to get a reverse. Then, I'll, then once they've done it and installed it, I'm happy, you know, so I can, 
That's yeah. good. That's good. I, can, I, uh, I feel I feel your passion for uh, helping people out with their health. That's that's great. Yeah, because uh, we, man, I, I tell you something. We, um, the very last point. Like I, uh, we exhibited at a show in Birmingham, which is one of the fluoridated areas, and we saw so many children with dental fluorosis, which means it's all over their skeleton. Whoa. And it made it. I was nearly in tears after that. I'd, I'd like walk away and just be like this. I just couldn't uh, handle what was going on. And then. In September next year is when I'm planning to sort of step down from my main role in the company and just have a kind of side role. Um, but what I'm planning to do with my time is take the Department of Health to court because the only way to stop them from doing it, to, from messing all these kids up, is to take them to court. And and so I'm going to do what I need to do and swallow. You know, not I'm not going to incur any legal costs. I'm going to do it on my own. I'll just have time mm-hmm. and a bit of expertise behind me. And then I'm just going to take them to court and see if I can get you're it. Gonna be, you're going to be the Jamie Oliver of water. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I want, awesome. I want the, I want the people responsible to be punished as well, because it's, mm. it's like, it's a mass criminal act, you know, to do that. So, um, yeah, it goes That's beyond awesome. like, it goes what, beyond. What would be like, one um, question? Superficial. Yeah. What would be one question that you have for our audience? What was that? Sorry? What would be one question that you have for our audience? What would be one question I have for your audience? Yes. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, who is your audience? I don't know. Is it like uh, your students and just Wing Chun people, right? Wing Chun people, business owners, uh, people who are passionate about personal development and uh, want to build the life their ideal life their ideal souls mm. what's my one question for them yeah what would you ask them if uh, you could ask them only one question what would that be i would say um before you decide what you're going to do before you decide what to do um question the ethics of what you're doing Uh, or or, or will you question the ethics of what you're doing question mark Mm. (laughs) because so many people right the reason why industry is so corrupt the reason why the seas are polluted and plastic and all this stuff and no one stopped pt plastic since they found all those endocrine disrupting chemicals cancer causing chemicals in plastic back to what i was saying about bottles you know uh, when everything was glass cancer level was very very low four percent now it's 40 something percent because we've got too much exposure to endocrine disruption Mm. we know that so like let's sort it out but why hasn't it changed because people making money people not thinking of ethics so my question to you guys out there setting up your own thing following your own dream is will you question the ethics of what you're doing and do the right thing i think yeah that's a great great question that's a great question i think information has um has a huge role to play as well because most people are not aware of the consequences of pat or fluoride you know it's like we're having this conversation. It's it's very informative, very um, insightful. Mm-hmm. Yet you you hear like dentists who you know people who treat your teeth and say, yeah, just take this toothpaste because it's good for you, right? So you don't really know who to yeah. actually trust, who's the expert. So yeah. information, I think, is very very important. And knowing that you know what, yeah, this is the way that we've done it. These are the consequences. However, look, there's options. There's reverse osmosis. There's uh, different type of, types of toothpaste that you can use and yeah, get absolutely. better results, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think there are a lot of good people who are just misinformed as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And they've been led astray by powers that be, by mainstream media as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Fluoride is good for teeth because they've been told to think that. But actually, there's no evidence it's good for teeth. And then there's thousands of studies that show it's bad for teeth. So why does everyone think it's good for teeth? Why do they accept it? 
there is there is there is let's not forget that like not, brainwashing going on not too not too long ago you had commercials about um smoking right which was cool you had you want to feel cool start smoking right mm. so yeah we're, we're yeah. i think we're, we're making you know very very um positive mm. steps forward and i'm very grateful that you're also um contributing to this movement awesome yeah work Thank you so much for uh, your insights and uh, your time. We learned so much about water. Um, guys, go ahead and connect with Mark over um, on social media and check out his website. And uh, if you have any questions, I'm sure that Mark and his team will be more than happy to answer all of them. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Really pleasure talking to you. And uh, yeah, thanks for doing this uh, podcast. It's really good. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if you're ready for more financial freedom, for more time to spend with your loved ones or doing what you're really, really, really passionate about, send me a message over social media, connect with me, links are in the description, and I will give you a free business breakthrough session where I will show you exactly how you can make your business more profitable so that you live a happy and fulfilled life with your loved ones. I'll see you soon.